listening to Allie of the Dolls, just two Chicago friends talking trash. If someone gave you a million dollars to donate to a charity, what charity would that be for you? Well, that's a really good question that I've been thinking about this week because, you know, it's Christmas time. It's the holiday season. And the Salvation Army dinglings are out, as I like to call them. Okay. Do you think that's appropriate to call them dinglings? Probably not. Um... I, but I know what you mean. Okay, the, so the dinglingers. I don't think it's that offensive. All right, the dinglingers are out there. And I gave one, I've given a couple of them like a dollar. You know, like a past five, I have a dollar. I give it to them because I think it's really nice. And I know the sort of people that have that job, they're like busting their ass out there in the cold and they want to contribute. But then I was reading that the Salvation so Army. Bad. Yeah, they're a bunch of gay haters. Yeah, they're, and like I feel like the leader recently like took money. That might be another charity. Um, but yeah, they're not, their beliefs are kind of messed up. Yeah, I had no idea. I just thought it was like, they help the homeless get jobs and stuff. So is that who you're giving it to? No, <laughs> but I'm saying like, who, and Look then my laugh registered. Perfect. <laughs> and then last year, you know, lover's birthday is very close to Christmas. Okay. And he's very into like charitable stuff and he's impossible to buy for. So I thought, you know, it'd be really cool. Have you, I forget what the name of the charity is. Don't say Gilda's Club. I want to say like Farm Aid, but I think that's like a concert with David. <laughs> From like the 80s. <laughs> with like Willie Nelson. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, anyway. And John uh, Mellencamp. It's this charity where you can buy, you donate, and you ch- you donate a certain amount, and then you choose um, like Farm, Heifer, it's called Heifer International or something like that. And so you can, <laughs> so I thought, Did you my get money to yourself? <laughs> Did you know what that was? You're like, I donated to myself. I think so. But anyway, uh, you can pay, like, you can buy a certain animal. And then the animal is given to poor people in certain parts of the world, like Asia or Africa. So for instance, last year I bought a goat. <laughs> Course you did. And it was pretty cheap. That, is that horse money? <laughs> Do you have horse money? You have you, goat money. So it was only like $120, which I feel like if you can get a whole goat for $120, that's amazing, first of all. Second of all... Is it? I have, I have no idea. I guess I've never goat priced goats yeah. before. I've never looked into buying farm. <laughs> I don't think they sell goats at Costco. Consequently, I have no idea how much they but cost. But I bet you get it at a cheaper price if you're donating it. Yeah, and it, those people probably buy Wait, animals How, how do you know, like, say the person in Zimbabwe gets this goat, do they send you pictures each month with the goat? Thank you for the goat. <laughs> Sally's doing great. <laughs> We've had milk every day this week. I don't week. know. I don't know. But So I really like the idea of giving a working animal to, like, a poor villager, which, again, I understand I'm probably not calling the people a person in need, okay? So poor villager is probably not the politically correct term. Well, that's what they are, Okay. Yeah. Who knows if they live in a village? Who knows? But I think that's a gift that keeps on giving. They can get food and milk for their own family. You can make, you know, milk, yogurt, cheese, whatever. They could potentially sell yogurt or cheese. At my restaurant, we have a fabulous goat cheese Cheesecake that I love. It's Yum. my favorite dessert. Yeah. Yum. So they can make that. So, right. <laughs> so it's a gift that keeps on giving. Totally. And so I thought, this is really, this is a really cool gift. So I'm going to give it in his name. And, well, I was considering naming the goat after him, but then I thought it'd be funnier to name the goat Mr. Jabberwocky. 
And then I gave him, like, a card with a picture of a prototype of Mr. Jabberwocky. Probably not the Mr. Jabberwocky. And I was like, you know, happy birthday, whatever. I don't know who Mr. Jabberwocky is. It's the name of the goat that I gave oh, the poor villager. I thought there was a real one. No, oh, no, no. Um, you named it? Do they have to keep the name going? Well, in my mind, they have kept the name going. But maybe not. How do they... If they can't really... Let's say they probably can't feed themselves, right? Right. How do they feed a goat? I don't know. What do goats eat? Like tin cans, tin cans. and name tags? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... But, I, I mean, I think you'd have to feed a goat, right? So, I think that... Hef, I'm making up the name of this place. It might be Heifer International. I think that they have, like, a person in the rural area that's in charge of, like, the goat distribution program or something. Okay. So, it's just basically you're giving money... To this charity, so they can continue to supply animals, to supply animals working animals. Supply, they probably supply food. Yes, and so there's many. You can get a chicken. You can get a cow. That's that's like five hundred bucks. I wasn't doing that shit. You can get goat, a llama, which seemed kind of cool. But They're, what do you use a llama for? Wool, so you can like knit, knit and weave clothes. I mean, I think they they go different places, not just to Africa. Oh, like Asia, you know. South America, that kind of stuff. I'm making some things up here. Okay. The point is this. So I give Eric the gift of Mr. Jabberwocky. He is very nice and gracious when he receives that. And then he waits the requisite two weeks to make sure I don't have a giant temper tantrum. And he says, hey, uh, you know, like, have you ever seen this website? And I was like, what website? Heifer International? Totally. I handpicked your goat, you know? <laughs> and then he was like, no, it's like a charity rating grade website. And you type in the name of the charity, and this is like a total independent nonprofit that accepts no money. He, like, price-checked your gift. What? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I mean, he, I probably would have just told him how much it is. But what the, what the website does... And again, I don't know the name of the website, but it's websites like RateMyCharity.com. It gives the charity a grade, and the grade is based on, like, you know, how effective it is, how many people they're serving. But the biggest portion of the grade, I think, is how much of the money, like, what percentage of the money you actually give. So if I gave $120, oh. how many dollars are actually getting through to the designated charitable recipient. What, what grade did you get? A C minus. Oh. Which, you know, I'm A plus gold star all the way, so that was super upsetting <laughs> to me. C minus? Yeah, See, so now I'm thinking. tricky. Maybe I didn't buy a whole goat. Maybe I just bought, like, a goat's leg on a spit or something. Maybe they just got a picture of a goat. Which is not going to do anybody any good. They're just going to be pining for that cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So the answer to your question is, yeah, I don't know. I guess if I had a you have to pick one because I have a follow up question. Do you think you could start your own charity with a million dollars? No, you can't. Not at, well, you, not, not you could, but not under in my the provisions question. of this. Okay. Yeah, it has to be existing or cause. It doesn't have to be specific, like make a wish foundation or anything. It could be like save the rainforest, breast cancer. Or okay. Something. Oh, so it doesn't have to be specific charity, specific causes. Fine. It could be either. I think I would pick high poverty schools. So you like, okay, so you're gonna give a million dollars to high poverty schools. Yes. This might make my next question a little bit more risque. Um, complicated because here's my follow up question to that. So say now 
you could have all, how do you say this? Like, everyone gets a good education in the world? Like, is that what you're trying to eradicate? What are you trying to do? Or everyone has a good school or opportunity? No, I'm trying to, to, to make school? it more, which I know a million dollars is not enough. But I feel like that would get eventually in the Tribune if you give a million dollars. Yeah, but the million, in my next question, the million isn't going to be involved. And so is okay, that, hold on. what does your charity do? So, so my goal is, is to make, to level the playing field for children of poverty so that they have better teachers, better supplies, so that they have some of the things that children in wealthier schools have. Okay, so now say that is could be that goal could be achieved, not with a million dollars. Okay. But this group of people says to you, there'll be no legal ramifications at all to this but they're like we will do what you just said with the schools make sure that happens all over the world right oh okay yeah okay but there will be to do that there will be a like televised pay-per-view death match between you and a random woman of a similar age, similar build, so like 25, size sexy. Heifer <laughs> <laughs> International. Yeah, loves Heifer International. You don't know her. You're not going to meet her beforehand, but it is a death match. So I actually have to kill her? Yeah. To, no. To have that happen. Uh-uh. Why? Because of the charity? Now, what if it was like AIDS? Still no. You're not going to fight to the death. No, no. legal ramifications. You could eradicate whatever. No. All right, you're not going to do it. No, because I don't want to risk myself. Like, cancer's terrible, but I'm not going to die so everyone else cannot have cancer. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I like. No, but you get to fight. I mean, you have a fighting chance. But what are my odds? What are the bookies talking here? Well, what do you think? I mean, you're scrappy. Yeah. Do I can't do I have time to train? This woman is not. All right, let's say it's a 65-year-old woman that you don't know. Well, that just seems mean. And then people yeah, are going to recognize me in the street and be like, you're the AIDS killer. Yeah, but think about it all. Well, you're not, well. Oh, okay, you're, you're not, the high yeah. poverty schools killer. <laughs> don't they have enough of those already? But if they have a bunch of, like, you know, everyone's getting a good education in the world. Yeah. People are going to be like, that was horrible, but we get it. Maybe. So basically, you're making so no, me you're like no. Hunger Games, a charitable cause. I guess I didn't think about that, but yeah, kinda. I mean, no, my answer is absolutely that. Would you do it? And what would your cause be? I would do it. Would I do it? My cause would be. Ooh, I didn't think about me. Wait, hold on. If I die, does my charity still get the money, or do they only get the money if I win the death match? They only get, oh. Or they get it either way. They'll get it either way. So it's like ticket sales to the death match is going to fund. Yeah, you could. Eradicate um, high poverty school issues. Yeah, somehow it's happening. Okay. You know how like, I think, what's his name? Facebook guy just said he's going to yeah. give like 99% of his shares yeah. to something or another. Oh, his. And, that, and he's just, like, that's like worth $45 billion. I know $45 billion wouldn't even do that. But you know, whatever. Somehow it's possible. Sure. Somehow it's happening. Money begets money. Yeah, the more you have, the more you get. So it's going to happen. I mean, so yes, if you do die, it'll still happen. (gasps) No. If you do die, 
the other woman has also picked a charity. Oh, or a better. So you're both fighting for. Well, to you the said death. no, though. So. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. I would. I don't know what my charity would be. What do I, I want to say? Poverty. Just because I'm poor. <laughs> 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 but I think that would be nice. Nobody below the poverty line. I mean, okay, let's talk, get real about that for a second. If nobody on earth was below the poverty line. How would that affect them all? Yeah, like, is that even I mean, not everybody's feasible rich. from a resource perspective? I don't know. I guess, obviously, a lot of things would have to change. I wasn't really fully, I didn't, you know, make out a big detailed plan about this question. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted to know if you would kill an innocent person. <laughs> My aunt, well, the person wouldn't be totally innocent, right? Because they've they volunteer. No one's being okay, forced. Yeah, yeah. No one's if someone forced. was being forced, there's no way I would have. Yeah, that's that's weird. That's creepy. That's Hunger Games for sure. But if you're volunteering, I don't think I'd win against a fight with somebody my own size. You know yes, what? I would. I'm crazy. I feel like I would have a fighting chance, but. I think you have a good chance. I am terribly violent when worked up. That's true. I mean, I guess if it was like my life on the line, I'd go insane. But I mean, as soon as somebody like got the upper hand, they'd probably win against, you know, if I got the upper hand, I'd probably win. Like if I get the person to the ground. Now do you attend? I crush their skull. <laughs> <laughs> you curb stop them? Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Well, no, yeah, I'd just start kicking their head. You know what? Like the fastest shoot. way you can kill somebody. I don't know. Spinning star kick from Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah. No, I mean Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Finish him. Oh my god. I just... No, I wouldn't do it. I would. I'd try. Might as well. But you would die if you didn't win. Yeah. True. But... I mean... You I could be a martyr it. for poverty. Yeah. What else am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't got a lot going on. Might All as right. well fight to the death. <laughs> saint Sparkle, the patron saint of poverty and curb stomping. Curbs. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Dude, that seems terrible. See, you're violent. Everything I know about curb stomping, I learned from The Wire. I learned it from... Uh, Street Fighter 2? No. American History X. With, oh, uh, we watched it together, didn't we? Oh no. I found him hot. Yeah, I found him hot too in that movie. I like him. He's one of my favorite actors. What has he been up to lately? The reason you saw him in Birdman. And he was good at what was that first movie I ever saw him in? Primal Fear. Remember it was Richard Gere? Yeah. And he played like he was a liar, but he played like a boy who not a boy, but a young man who was molested but then murdered and whatever. Didn't he murder, murder a, priest? a priest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. I forgot all about that movie till just now. And he's dated some weird people like Courtney Love, Selma Hayek. Yeah, he gets around. She doesn't seem to have a type. I don't know how he's dating now. Do we think he's married? Let's ask the internet. I don't know if he's married. Whatever, I like him. Um, do you want to talk about my pregnancy. Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our parent vlog. Oh I think God. a vlog has to be a video. Yeah, this is a parent podcast. Wow. 
So you're preg dogs. I'm preg dogs. For the second time. He is married. He got married in 2012 to Shauna Robertson. I don't know who that is, a porn star? A Canadian film producer. Oh, boy. She's worked frequently with Judd Apatow. Oh. Apatow? How do you say Apatow. that? Apatow. You know him. Yeah, 40 year old virgin. Yeah. She seems pretty and like just super basic. Definitely not as cool as Courtney Love or Selma Hayek. I wouldn't want to be married to Courtney Love. He's about to have a birthday. Selma Hayek. She married like a billionaire who owns all like the company that loves all like the fashion houses and shit and like stuff like that. Good for her. Yeah. I like her fine. He had a baby. Her husband had a baby with the model, Linda Evangelista, years ago now. And she had to sue him forever for child support. And she gets something like $50,000 a month. Um, I would totally have anyone's baby for $50,000 a month. Oh, me too. You could just keep the baby. Would you cage fight that baby? <laughs> <laughs> it depends. <laughs> if I lose, does the money go to the baby's college fund? <laughs> you keep the baby. Cage um, fighting baby. Yeah, totally. So, but you're having a baby. I'm having a baby. Are you excited? How are we feeling? Obviously, I'm feeling you're... remorseful. Oh my god. And nervous. Why remorseful? I just think my life is really easy, and you know, like I several people just turned off this podcast because <laughs> they hear someone say, "I think my life is really easy." I mean, compared to how bad it was when I had a newborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I got over the hump. Several people turned it back on when they heard the word hump. <laughs> We're also assuming several people will be listening to this, and we've had no one listen to this. <laughs> oh my god, easy humping. Today's password is easy humping. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, I feel a lot of regrets. I don't know why I've done why? this or agreed you to it. We're planning on it for a while now. You've been trying. You know, I've made a lot of bad plans in this lifetime. But I mean, you had time to think about this one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I never really felt sure. And then for a while there, I thought it wasn't going to work. And I think I felt secretly relieved that it wasn't going to work. Because we agreed we weren't going to do any sort of like Frankenstein-y science, you know, test tube kind of stuff. Which, more power to you if that's what you want to do. But <laughs> that's not <laughs> what I wanted to refer to like IVF as Frankenstein-y stuff. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to give myself like shots in the butt no, or no, no, bolts in the it. neck, you know? I mean, uh, I understand why people do it, but it's just not for me. Poor villagers and Frankenstein <laughs> stuff. You are inappropriate. I know. Good thing we don't record what you say about the blacks. Oh, God! <laughs> there you are again trying to make me sound like a homophobic racist. Your life goal. <laughs> so, um, I can see why you'd be regretful. <laughs> I mean... It's a long thing. Now I'm sobering up. This is what's really accelerating my remorse. When are you due? August 4th. That's another... Did you go to the doctor yet? No. They don't want to see you for like weeks. And then I was going to start going to a new doctor this time because, it'll, uh, because of Frankencooter last time. God, you really picked a wrong time to get pregnant. I know because I miss... I have to be sober for all the holidays. And summer. And the whole summer. Then I miss the beginning of the school year, which is a BFD to a teacher, especially someone in my position, which is like easily axed. And August is like the hottest month. You're going to be so fucking yes. pregnant. And, and then go, my baby is going to be the youngest in his or her class. What's wrong with that? Uh, lots of stuff, according to social science research. 
Oh my god, do you think that was my problem because I was one of the youngest? I think maybe. I think it's really hard to be the youngest kid and people just don't consider it. How difficult it is. Because they don't let kids skip grades anymore, do they? No. When I was little, that was a thing. Because I remember my three very best friends like could have skipped like second or third grade. And their parents chose to not skip yeah. that. But they could have. But that doesn't happen at all anymore. No. And then there used to be a thing where you could... My sister's birthday is on Halloween. And my mother got to choose whether or not she sent her to kindergarten at four or held her back and then sent her the following year when she was, like, five already or whatever. You know, she would be, like, an old four and turn five at the beginning of kindergarten. Yeah. But my mother chose to make her an old five turn six at the beginning of kindergarten. But that's what I think your mom did. She sent you as an old four and you turned five, like, right after school started, a month after school started or something. Yes. Okay, so there's all this research about how that's super detrimental to kids. Yeah, but I mean, early August, that's not, that's the summertime. Younger one. But there's all this research about August birthdays or kids who are the youngest in their class and how how they report they're two-thirds more likely to chronically report being unhappy in school and all the problems that go along with that. Yeah. It's real serious. I don't think that was my issue. What do you think your issue? Not education-wise. Well, my issue is a different thing. Kids were assholes, but I don't think that had to do with my age. I think I just, I saw a thing recently about how parents are choosing to keep their kids, I think it's called red flag? Red shirting. Red shirting. Yeah. For sports reasons. Yeah. So they'll be bigger when they go into high school. Yeah. And be better at. Hockey or whatever stupid shit. Whatever thing. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Because what if they hate that sport? Well, that's like the last thing on my mind is fucking football. Whatever. You should make them tennis superstars. I love I tried. tennis. Your husband loves tennis. You love tennis. The last time, we've taken my daughter for two tennis lessons. And the last time we took her there, she it was like a group lesson for three to five-year-olds. And she was the only one that went. So it ended up being a private lesson. And she hit like two balls. Well, whiffed at two balls and then laid down in the tennis court, pulled off her shoes and socks and screamed, I'm so hot. I can't handle this. <laughs> well, I mean. She was exhausted. She's three. 